It's the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Thursday, August 22nd. I'm Donald Ware. And uh, again, once again, apologize for the change of schedule. We're going to take things to Salisbury, North Carolina, and take a look at the Livingstone Blue Bears, who finished 3-7 and seven in 2018. Not the season that Darrell Williams, the head football coach, certainly expected to have. And if you look at Livingstone, you go back a couple of years. I mean, this was a, a program that had been down for so many years, so many 4 seasons. And Coach Williams sort of came in and turned those things around a little bit, but a couple of back-to-back down seasons. But, of course, the Blue Bears looking to turn things around. So we're going to step aside. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back after this message from our sponsor, Blue Cross, Blue Shield of North Carolina. You're going to hear from the head football coach of Livingstone, Daryl Williams. You're locked into the HBCU Football Daily Podcast on the Box to Row Sports Network. You've all gone the extra mile to revise this. We're in great shape for the client meeting. Thank you all. You're here for others. The urgent care is closed. Should we go to the ER? You know what? I know what to do. We're here for you. That is a little bit higher than normal, but medically, it's not a fever. Oh, good. That's a relief. Have a great day, sweetheart. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> the client loved it. We're approved to move forward. Great job, everyone. Live fearless, North Carolina. It's Donald Ware, host of From the Press Box to Press Row, the biggest names, our guests on Box to Row. Hey, everybody, what's going on? This is Anthony Anderson, international movie star and funny mother. <laughs> and you're listening to From the Press Box to Press Row. That is the voice of Kevin Durant. Well, I'm just, you know, trying to get better every single day. And I enjoy playing with a great group of guys. Hey, this is Ronda Rousey. You know what it is. This is the one and only Eagle Double G. Ice Cube has been our guest. Hey, man, thanks for letting me talk a little music, movies, and Sports, hey, my favorite three topics. Hey, say what's happening, man? It's CIP, man. Hello, this is Aretha Franklin, the Queen of Soul. I'm talking about none other than Serena Williams. That was definitely one of the better matches I've ever played. I've had it just like that. You know, it's really focused. Just really, you know, excited. Missed any of these interviews? Then check us out online at www.botchtorow.com. That's from the press box to press row. Real, relevant, radio. We're back with the HBCU Football Daily Podcast and again taking a look at the Livingstone Blue Bears finished 3-7 and seven in 2018 in his fifth season as the head football coach of the Blue Bears. It's Daryl Williams who joins us on the line here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. What's going on, Coach Williams? How's it going? Happy to be here, man. How's it going with you? Going well. Definitely glad to have you. I want to start here. I know um, the three and seven record wasn't what you expected in 2018. Just your thoughts on on last season. Well, it went, it went pretty well. You know, we we missed one game due to the um, due to the hurricane, and, and uh, we didn't play our last game of the season um, because we didn't. There was no need for us to make it up. And then, you know, I, I, we had a freshman quarterback, so I think uh, overall he didn't play the full season. But overall, I think we, uh, we we made some strides in certain areas, and I think we are we're right where we want to be. We got the majority of our team back this year, so you know I like where we are right now. Yeah, and I should make a correction, you guys. As you mentioned, missed the game. You guys were three and six on last year. I'm, I, you know, I think it's a good point. 
uh, with respect to the quarterback, and I think that's actually a really good place um, to start because Miles Hayes, I mean, if you look at the numbers, he averaged almost 207 yards passing per game in six games, completed 53% of his passes, a solid touchdown to interception ratio, 11 to 5. Just your thoughts on him last season and what you've seen from him, uh, not only in spring, but so far in fall camp. Well, he, he, he's come a long way. You know, he, he uh, had an ankle injury. That's when he missed some time last year. Um, but I think he has some stiff competition. He still has a um, to beat out um, the senior. I mean, the senior in Xavier Longer being, and then we have a, a freshman. I think that's pretty good. Name um, uh, Lazarus Anderson. That's from Atlanta, Georgia. So I think we're we're stocked at quarterback right now. I like the direction that we're going. Um, but like I said, Miles is the number one guy. But you know, he, he's working hard every day and learning the, the offense. I have to realize that he just. 19 years old, you know, I kind of got spoiled when I had Drew and kind of raising me and Miles the same way I I brought Drew along. Yeah, I mean, that's great because prior to you becoming or being the head coach, you were the, if my, now you were the offensive coordinator, I believe, correct, there before becoming the head coach. Yes. Yep, so Drew, I mean, man, you know, that guy, I mean, that's one of the greatest, I mean, we always talk about, you know, everybody throws the word great around and how great this person is. Drew Powell is one of the greatest quarterbacks in the history of the CIAA, doing really good things in pro football still. Some of this, you know, when you when I look at Hayes, 6'3", 220, good size, much like Powell had. Yeah, yeah. He, he uh, The difference is I think he has a little bit more to work with than what Powell, and the defense is a little better. You know, we don't get, get enough credit for, for our record, but we had one of the number one defenses in the CIAA and stopping the run, and we were in Division Two, um, top 25, and stopping the run in total defense. So, you know, I think he has a little bit better supporting cast than what Drew had. You know, but uh, then, like I said, he he was a little bit more athletic than he was. But I think both of them are trading in the same direction, you know, and, um, and that sort of thing. Speak to you know uh, now. Does uh, Everett Ransom is he does he come back for you? No, he 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 he's done. He's uh, working right now toward graduating, but but he he's done. He did he did as well. He, you know, he's working toward graduating. I think he's one semester from graduating right now. Yeah, so I I believe so. Does Anthony uh, Fair was it Farimo? He's back for you. Yeah, yeah, he he's back. We have Corey uh, Corey Hall is back. Uh, we have Davion Howard is back. So you know, our, we have DeAndre Fickers. So we have our whole supporting cast of receivers that are back except uh except uh ever ransom so i said we look good in that area like i said we have a whole supporting cast of uh running backs and we've added one or two uh true freshmen that are that are pretty good and, and dorian Edmond um is pretty good at running back so i i, I like the direction that, that we're headed and we have a whole offensive line back you know so you know it it, it looks very very promising and positive on paper yeah, talk a little bit more. I mean, when you look at uh, Farimo in terms of last year, averaged 23 yards per reception, four touchdowns, and only 18 receptions. Uh, is he a guy that you're looking to get the – he seems like a more of a deep threat, but is he a guy now that that you look to get the ball in his hands a little bit more, especially with the graduation of Ransom? Yeah, one of the things about ever since I've taken over um, um, for um, this offense – and we've never really had a, besides um, J- 
Jalen Hendricks making all conference because we spread the ball out to so many people where you can't just say, we're going to stop, we're going to guard this one guy. You know, we distribute the ball to everybody. But, you know, we're looking to get more out of uh, Ramo this year. He and his brother, his brother plays running back. Uh, he is a good deep threat for us. But right now he, he set out of practice today. He'll set out the rest of the week. He has a little uh, slight back string, but he'll, he'll be ready September 7th to, to go. Daryl Williams, the head football coach at Livingstone, joining us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Speak to that defense, Coach Williams. Um, you mentioned it, top 25 in D2, one of the top defense, if not the top defense um, in the CIAA last year. You know, Talk about some of the guys that are coming back and, and the expectations for the defense in 2019. Well, we have still have Devontae Adams. We have uh, DeAndre Moore. We have Walter Watkins. Uh, I think we returned seven of, uh, of the 11 starters that, that, that are coming back, uh, that are flying around to the ball. I think we added a little depth. Um, we got a little stronger in the secondary with, you know, with a, a junior college player by the name of Monty Seabrook um, transfer. I think we, you know, we added some of the right pieces to, to continue to, to be where we are. You know, our number one goal is to stop the run, and, and we got to defend the pass a little bit better. You know, and we got to always, you know, every head coach wants to tackle better. So, you know, as long as we keep doing what we're doing, and you know, we were one of the best teams in, in not having, I mean, having the fewest penalties. You know, defensively, which, which, which is another good thing that we, we focused on and, and trying to get better at also. Yeah. Can, can you talk about building this program in, in sort of in the interlude? I was, you know, mentioning the fact that, you know, it, it was a program prior to um, your arrival that had a lot of 0-4 seasons, a lot of winless seasons. And, um, you know, you guys get Drew Powell and things start to change. And, you know, you even go back a couple of years ago. I mean, you guys were sort of right there in the mix. So can you, can you speak to that and how you've been able to build this Livingstone program? Well, you, you know, anytime you're building something, it starts at the top. You know, we have great administration, you know, with, with, with Dr. Frank as our president. And we have a uh, good athletic director, Robert and, uh, Massey. Um, so the, the the you know they're giving me the tools to work with. I think you know with all the players buying in, everybody in the building buying into the process of you know doing things the right way. And it's just unfortunate things. It's just, you know we were right there when we had Drew. You know just taking a little longer than what's expected. Anytime you're trying to do it the right way, you know not a quick fix and build it up. You know you can easily go out and be a one hit one and get a lot of junior college players. But then you're going to have that void the next couple of years. You know trying to do it the right way. And build something that will sustain. You know, just fortunate that, that you know they've given me enough time, you know, to, to to get it going and that sort of thing. It's just, you know, we we is the biggest thing for us. I think has just been the turnovers. If we can cut the turnovers down, I think you know, right at the end, I think we like I, I like our chances with any team in the conference. You know, of being there right at the end when it counts. A couple of more thoughts. I mean, you had you've had some other stints. Um, you know, Texas Southern, the, the stint I want to talk about a little bit with you and maybe people that don't um, may not remember this, but you were at Alabama State uh, during the time of Tavares Jackson, a former second round pick um, from there. You had a chance to coach him. Can you sort of speak to those days and how really good a player uh, Tavares was in the in the SWAC? Well, we, we we got him from uh, we got him from the University of Arkansas, where you know uh, he had a knack of not you know unquote not being able to read defenses. He played in our offense, the same offense that we have here. 
and Flores and had a chance to, you know, go on and play at the next level and win the Super Bowl and start. So, you know, it's a testament to to the hard work that he, he done and, and the testament to the, the same system that we're, we're running. You know, he was the light the coach and came to work every day with his hard hat and that sort of thing. You know, he had a lot of good pieces. You know, we also had a um, uh, Division One running back in Keldrick uh, Williams that came from the University of Tennessee. We had, uh, you know, a couple other Division One transfers that made his job a whole lot easier. But, you know, he was big, a big guy, strong arm. You know, he was those kind of guys are easy to coach. You know, my job was just not to mess him up and just teach him the system and then just let him play. Yeah, no question. Um, lastly, and we appreciate the time, Coach Williams. I know you guys are, you know, ready to get things uh, rocking and rolling. Can you sort of speak to that opening game? We're only, you know, a few weeks away from uh, Clark Atlanta. How, how do you prepare for that? How do you prepare for that opening game? Do you watch a lot of film in terms of what Clark Atlanta – uh, did last year. What is sort of your 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 preparation uh, in looking forward to Clark Atlanta in, in in a couple of weeks? Well, the biggest thing, you know, with them having a new coach um, coming coming from uh, from uh, uh, um, South Alabama and, and that sort of thing. Our biggest thing is just making sure that we have our our special teams together. We got eleven people on the football field at all times. And, we're going the right direction. I'm more prepared. I'm more concerned about, you know, our team than what what they're having to do. Making sure that we got our play our playmakers on the football field and, and we're ready to go. I think one of the things that we're really focusing on is being in better conditioning shape than we than we've been in the past. You know, I think when we had um, Papa Drew Drew's team, they were in better shape. We're getting to that point now with this team here with being in better conditioning and better shape. I think uh, um, Clark is bringing a young team in there, and I think they're starting over. I think you know, one of the things that we're concentrating on is, is being a little bit more physical you know, at the point of attack and that sort of thing. And uh, I think uh, we just have to do what we do and then see what happens. You know, uh, We can't really worry about them or we don't discredit anything that they're doing. And you know, We want to be, you know, have the utmost respect for what, the, what they're doing on their side of the ball. We just want to make sure that we, we that we're ready and we're prepared, you know, for what we do. Five seasons as the head football coach at Livingstone, the Blue Bears going to open the season on Saturday, September seventh, on the road in Atlanta against Clark Atlanta's Daryl Williams joins us here on from the press box to press row, the head coach of the Blue Bears, Coach Williams. Great to catch up with you. Uh, good luck to you and the Blue Bears this season. All right, thanks. I'll see you down the road. So you heard it from the head football coach at Livingstone, Daryl Williams. We got four more HBCU football daily podcasts, four more. And, of course, the start of the football season, the HBCU football season, is seven days away. Count them, seven days away from the start of the HBCU football season. Again, don't forget to tell someone about the HBCU football daily podcast if you've been enjoying these podcasts enjoying hearing from the coaches don't keep it a secret let someone know that they can too download the hbcu football daily podcast or listen on our website at box talk with you tomorrow it's kind of ill how i'm giving y'all that carolina feeling so deep you trying to find me dog you got a drill it's kind of ill how i'm giving y'all that carolina feeling again so deep you trying to find me dog